left has us all wrong. We don't want to simply turn the clock back to a time when the status quo of elitist deep state bureaucrats dominated us. We want to restore the republic our founders intended, an America that is of, by, and for the people. An America that abides by its constitution without fail. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to another episode of the Patriot Review. Now, I was kicking around a couple different ideas, and I'm working on another show for tomorrow for you. And they really do kind of go together. So we've been... We've been witness to tyranny in America like we haven't seen ever before, uh, to include pre-revolutionary war. And um, I think that a lot of it has to do with the power of fear. And uh, I have one gentleman, uh, Jake Lang, who, you know, if you watch the show, that I'm one of the regulars on on blessednews.tv. And I'm also on uh, Frank, Frank Speech, Frank Social and your typical run, Rumble, CloudHub, so on and so on. But Jake Lang is an amazing person who deserves a lot of accolades because he is a, a gentleman who has such a strong faith that it is pulling him through a situation that, frankly, I don't think many people could get through successfully without really breaking down. And, um, you know, you can say what you want about him, those of you on the left, but the fact is, the fact is, and we've presented the facts about January 6th many times on this show through video and through testimony of people who were there. And um, what is shown is that it was what I called on January 8th, the day after it happened, the American Reichstag fire, because it was so transparent that these were not Trump supporters. These people... These people that uh, did damage to the Capitol, damage, by the way, that is far, 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 far less than what Antifa and BLM did in the so-called Summer of Love. You remember the burn, the buildings burning in the background, the city blocks on fire, and the reporters sitting there trying to feed their tribe to you saying, these protests are mostly peaceful, Right. So you got a few broken windows in the Capitol. You got the Capitol Police murdering four people that day. And they try to shove this down our throats that that these people were insurgents. Well, the simpletons on the left don't understand the definition of the word insurgent as it applies to the Constitution. Insurgency involves an armed group fighting directly against the military of a country to overthrow that country. Now, certainly that never happened, despite the fact that, by the way, Trump offered uh, 10,000 troops, right, National Guard members, that that the mayor of Washington, D.C. and Nancy Pelosi refused because this, folks, was a false flag event that was intended to happen. And as a result of being everyday normal citizens, many of them who served their country, as a result of using their right to free speech to protest an election that we all know was stolen. The evidence proves that as well. The same evidence that this media, this propaganda, this Pravda, this Joseph Goebbels uh, loving lapdog media refuses to show. 
And that is precisely why shows like this and many others uh, are growing because the media, TV is dead. Just the other day I shared with you that the new CNN boss said, guess what, folks, there's a lot of pay cuts coming. And oh, by the way, you're not so important. So it's everyday people like me who are bringing you truth and bring you facts and people still put on their blinders and they don't believe what they hear. They don't believe even what they see, right? Now I've shown you video of the Capitol Police officers moving barricades. Even before that, I showed you video of the buses that were escorted by black SUVs to the Capitol and civilians in um, ride gear pop out. Those people, folks, were bussed in, just like we've seen in protests across the country for years now, paid by people like Soros. We see Ray Epps, who was an FBI plant, who for two days beforehand, and my opinion, he's an FBI plant, although there's plenty of evidence out there. Uh, but that's what I allege, that he was an FBI plant. So he's out there two days on video saying, hey, we got to go into the Capitol. we got to go into the Capitol, both the night before and the day of, so two days. And um, what's he get? Well, first of all, he got ignored for quite a long time until until the uh, the voice of the American people said, hey, what the hell? This guy's out there. You got people like Jake Lang who actually saved people's lives that day, rotting in prison without a trial. Today is, I believe, uh, day 1030, 1,030 days without a trial. And uh, he is on the move again as of this morning. He was supposed to be on the show with me talking live over the phone. And uh, this morning, instead, they haul him out of his cell and uh, they uh, send him to another prison, his 15th. I don't know where that prison is as of yet because it has not been released yet. But here we sit. We have the, the Ray Epps who gets six months probation for directly instigating what happened supposedly remember the trump supporters weren't the ones to do that i will show i will tell you and i have shown you ashley babbitt was not a person who was any danger whatsoever as a matter of fact she was a danger to the people who were doing damage i've shown you the footage of where she was in the uh, capitol police officer's face saying you need to get more police here you need to get more effing police get more people here now, is, are those the words of, of, of someone who's trying to overthrow the government of the United States? And let's not forget that that government at that time, January 6th, was President Donald Trump. How can a President Donald Trump overthrow himself? It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous, just like all the other crap that's going on. Right? So Ashley Babbitt's in his face. Some guy breaks the window. What she do? She punches the guy. One of her own support, su supposed co-conspirators to overthrow the government. As she's asking for more police, she punches the guy in the face. She's a 14-year veteran. She loved her country. The same country that betrayed her. Jake Lang is no different. The only difference is right now Jake Lang is anguishing away in prison for saving people on the Capitol steps that day. Ashley Babbitt was murdered. I showed you the video of the of the Capitol Police officer holding his gun on the open window, waiting for someone to crawl into it well before she's even in it. Then you hear nothing. 
crickets. You hear nothing from him. He doesn't say stop. He doesn't say put your hands up. He doesn't know, doesn't wait to see if she's got a weapon. He shoots her point blank and kills her. That, my friends, is what I would call murder. And yet, we have the, the radical left, the lapdogs, the idiots who can't see what is directly in front of their faces, who are so bent on their hatred for Donald Trump and all of us who support our country and our Constitution, that they continue the propaganda and the lies at nauseum. So I do have a little bit of Jake Lang material for you, and I'm going to get to that. He sent me out, him and his fiance sent out a short spot of him talking about what's going on, and we're going to get to that. But these two days of two days of this show, so the, we're going to talk about fear, and we're going to talk about, you know, what it is inside of us that we have to turn on. We have to flip the switch if you haven't done it as of yet, and looking at people like Jake Lang as examples helps us do that. But first, I want to spend a little time in in the uh, liberal land, in the fascist left land, and <laughs> want to talk to you about a couple stories. So get this. Biden is the 14th president, historians say. Trump is the worst. <laughs> you heard that right. What makes Trump so terrible? I think it was the, uh, the lowest uh, unemployment rate for all of the minority groups. Um, the largest increase in uh, median middle income. Um, maybe it was the better trade deals that he put in place so that the citizens of the United States could profit from them. Or maybe it was the control of the border where right now, you know, thanks to Biden, the 14th best president, we have literally thousands of terrorists, military, military aged men coming from China and African nation, African nations and Middle Eastern nations that want to kill us. Right, he's the 14th best president. Right, Trump is the worst. Joe Biden is outpolling Donald Trump in at least one survey of U.S. academics. Now, that word academics automatically should mean fascist globalists, right? Um, yes, I know. I don't mean to put, put the, those of you who are good and who understand what's going on in the same group. I'm sorry, but... The majority of academics are fascist, fascist globalists. They have had control, a stranglehold on our colleges and our universities for years. They've trickled all the way down now to our preschool teachers. In first and second grade, little boys are learning how to give, pardon the term, blowjobs to other little boys at eight years old. We see it in our school books, and we see it in all the the hidden little books that they have in the school libraries. We see them taking the rights away from parents. We see them taking the rights away from parents to the point that they could alter your son or daughter physically, physically, without your knowledge. They're giving them drugs to change them. All, all this gender nonsense. Just call it what it is, gender dysphoria. It's a mental illness. The suicide rate among those who who switch their gender is astronomically higher than it is for the rest of the population. They're seeking a happiness. They think that this is going to make them happy. And the great majority of them find that it was a huge mistake and they end up paying for it the rest of their lives. Now, I don't give a damn what they, they choose to do 
You know, um, that's their business, what they do in the bedroom and what they do to themselves, as long as it doesn't victimize other people. And victimizing children who, I mean, the, the left likes to call themselves the party of science, right? Well, the party of science, science tells us that the human brain isn't fully developed until kids are in their young adulthood, in their 20s. They can't reason out the consequences. Yet we have these idiots who are saying, oh, yes, I think that you should be a little boy. You were meant to be a little boy or a little girl because really, honestly, if I was to look at myself in the mirror, I would honestly say to myself, no, this is you who wants this. Because we have these selfish, woke idiots as parents shoving this crap down kids' throats, this wokeism. And then we have the schools who are conspiring to destroy, further destroy the family, further destroy our, sec our sense of family and collectiveness further destroy those relationships to erase them for a political agenda. Make no mistake about it. So Biden is the 14th best president on what frickin' planet? All this is happening under his watch. The guy can't even put two sentences together, and he is a stumbling, bumbling criminal. Yesterday I talked about the, the FBI, you know, saying that, are arresting one of the whistleblowers in the uh, Burisma debacle. Really, the FBI? The, I mean, that that is pure Gestapo. That is the tyranny that we're facing. Pure Gestapo tyranny. Arresting a guy for telling the truth, right? And meanwhile, Trump gets drugged through every damn courtroom in the country because of prosecutors who are factually paid by George Soros, right? And, and the FBI plays this game where they, they arrest this guy and they say, oh, he lied, he lied. Really, kind of like uh, Hillary Clinton paid for and the DNC paid for uh, Mr. Steele. Um, where's Hillary Clinton's court date? Hmm. They think the people, you and I, are so stupid that we can't see this? This is a circus act. And then we have these clowns. Timed, as always, to President's Day weekend, the 2024 edition of the Quadrennial Presidential Greatness Project. Expert survey put Biden among the top third of the U.S. presidents, number 14, ahead of Ronald Reagan, tied with John Adams. And Mr. Trump placed last at number 45. <laughs> really? Uh, you fools actually think that we don't know we don't know what you're doing? Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You're a joke. You're a disgrace to America. You don't deserve your freedom. And um, someday God's going to make that well known to you. All right, another story. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. I would, um, well, she scrambles to get businesses to stay. Tries to downplay the fine against Trump. So we got the truck, the truckers boycotting delivery in New York. <laughs> one of the one of the idiotic uh, social media responses was, "Oh, that's fraud." Um, well, gee, isn't that ironic? The the fraud charges against uh, Trump were bull. You know what? And saying that the truckers are committing fraud. Well, gee, you know if your if your goods aren't delivered and you, the truckers weren't paid for it, good luck proving fraud, right? Um, you, you could do it in uh, Angeron's court because he uh, obviously doesn't know the law and needs to be needs to be taken down from the bench and charged criminally for what he did. And um, 
All this is my opinion, folks. All this is my opinion. So um, your opinion may differ slightly. Your opinion may differ completely. I don't know. But this is just this is an opinion show, and that's my opinion. Um, so these allegations against these people, um, unlike them, I would give Engoron a jury trial. I would give him a fair and impartial jury and made sure he had it. Is that what they did with Trump? Is that what they're doing with Jake Lang? Is that what they're doing with the other Jan Sixers? Hell no, they're not. They are the Gestapo. They are fascists, 100% fascists. All right? And the ironic part about this is, it's if you've noticed, it's isn't it funny how the liberals were the ones demanding defunding the police, right? The liberals were the ones demanding sanctuary cities. All of a sudden, they're seeing what they should have known to begin with, that their policies are idiotic, that their policies destroy cities, that they are fools, absolute fools. All you have to do is look at Fannie Willis's testimony, where she's bragging about buying things and, and spending lots of money. And what kind of idiot goes on the stand and thinks that that's going to make her look good? Right? These people are stupid. These people are absolute idiots. And here we have, you know, scrambling to get businesses to stay. Hmm. Wait a minute. I thought businesses were the problem. I thought that middle America was the problem. I thought that you elitists knew better. Huh. And now you're going to stand up and pretend that it wasn't you that caused the problem in the first place? Right. Good luck with that one. All right, I'll be right back with uh, my my uh, brief message from Jake Lang. And then I've got something a little more special for you. I'll be right back. This is what we think of when we think of Armageddon, the utter destruction of America. There is no need for bombs, no need for World War III. Chaos, slavery, and terror will reign. The complete destruction of America and of freedom can be accomplished by one man. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right. Now, as I said, I was supposed to have Jake Lang on the show, and um, he got a surprise, I guess. Well, you'll hear about it. But uh, I just want to say one more quick thing about Jake Lang is that the in the future – our history will will show that he is among one of the greatest American patriots in history. I really believe that because he is is keeping his faith through all this, and he is he is getting truth out there, and he's doing it at risk to himself. Now, just last week, there were stories about about uh, him being tortured further, right? And um, I think that maybe that is the problem. That's why they moved him. That's they're trying to interrupt his ability to communicate. And um he was on a few shows talking about that. And it's always funny how you know how that happens, right? Just happens to be coincidentally timed, like that ridiculous poll uh or that presidential rate ranking joke. 
So I've got a short, uh, short message from him, and uh, let's get to that right now. Hey, what's up? Sorry I couldn't be here live with you guys. Jake Lang, I'm in the D.C. Gulag right now, but as you guys are listening to this recording, I am probably being shifted around somewhere else in the country. They came and got my temperature check tonight, so that usually means the marshals are coming to pick you up in the morning. So today is Monday, February 19th. It's late at night. It's 9 p.m., and by the morning, I'll probably be in chains um, in the back of some van traveling to God knows where uh, right now. It is an undisclosed location, so I don't know what political prison they're taking me to next. Um, that'll be my 15th stop, 15 different prisons in 1,030 days. So I just wanted to give you guys an update today, the real update, before all this calamity struck last night or tonight, um, was that the Jan Sixers are going to CPAC. And I really wanted uh, to announce this on your show because I think it's a this battle to win back the the narrative, the truth about what happened on January 6th and the hearts and the minds of the American people. Um, we have come such a long way. I think that practically every single America First slash MAGA supporter really stands behind the January 6ers. And so we're bringing over 30 volunteers to CPAC this year. We have a huge booth set up called Free the January 6th Political Prisoners. It's um, set up by SponsorJ6.com, which is our monthly commissary sponsorship program. It's an amazing opportunity. If you guys are out there and you want to help out the Jan Sixers, that's the number one way, by the way, SponsorJ6.com. And um, it's just going to be so awesome. We've got moms of Jan Sixers, and my fiancé will be there, and my uh, my faithful brother Huang will be there. And just it's an amazing lineup. And we even have a two hour long breakout room that we um, coordinated with CPAC for professor David Clements is going to be previewing um, about 20 minutes of his new documentary, let my people go about January 6th and election integrity. And he'll be doing his Gideon 300 um, training at the it's election integrity training. And he'll be doing that at a CPAC conference and, you guys know there's some of the best speakers in the world, plus all of it, all of it will be streamed live on blessednewstv.com. So you guys can go over there. I think Jess Weber will be streaming some. We'll have um, awesome Gateway Pundit reporters streaming. It's just going to be amazing. Um, Kara Castronova and John Tobacco from Newsmax are coming by our booth. And I think it's going to be a focal point of the entire um, convention. This uh, this January 16th booth teeming with uh, energy and positivity and the message of vindication of freedom for me and my brothers who have been locked up for thousands of days. It's abhorrent, miscarriage of justice, unconstitutional, un-American, and we need to stand against it. So this is the public spectacle, the public pinnacle of our push for the Jan Sixers um, and our freedom. So I really love if anybody's at CPAC, you guys can go ahead and DM me on my Twitter account. My fiance will be monitoring that as I'm in chains being shipped to God knows where right now. Um, my Twitter is jakelangj6, at jakelangj6. Shoot me a DM if you're coming to CPAC. We'd love to see you guys stop by the booth, take a picture on our step and repeat, post on social media, um, donate to sponsorj6.com to get a free T-shirt, and just have a great time and enjoy all of the positive freedom for the Jan Sixers. Thank you again. So sorry I couldn't be live today, guys. Um, I love you guys, and uh, 
May God bless you and keep you safe as he keeps me safe and my family sturdy as I go through this next leg of my journey to um, another political prison. Maybe I'll be in a home uh, prison near you in your hometown. God forbid. Uh, Freedom for the Jan Sixers. See you guys at CPAC. God bless America. So there you have it on display. Jake Lang is uh, is a man with uh, <laughs> just incredibly strong faith, and um, please please join me in prayers for all the J Sixers every night. I I pray for them, and I hope you do too. It's important to lift them up in prayer. Also pray for the the people who are active actively victimizing us, that they have a change of heart, that they understand what they're doing is wrong. So we're going to take just a short break, and then I'm going to talk to you about uh, fear, because that's at the center of, of, all the, of all the apathy. There are many people who are stepping up and doing things and speaking out, but there's still plenty of apathy, even though more and more people are awake. And fear is the biggest cause of that. All right, so I, I'll, come, I'll do this uh, break, and then we'll come back and... Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit more. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to com slash the Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. 
not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Okay, we're back. So fear. Fear is the topic for the rest of the show. I was thinking about Jake, and I was thinking about the the, the real purpose behind everything that's being done to people in our country. There's only one reason why the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, the IRS, there's one reason for the weaponization that we've seen, right? It's fear. It's to scare the hell out of every American into submission. First, they isolated us with the, with the pandemic. It was purposely released, both to depopulate the globe as their stated objective in the World Economic Forum and on the Georgia Guidestones. That's a whole nother show, right? the max population of 500 million people. So we have that. Then we have the uh, FBI breaking in the doors of moms who go to school board meetings and raise their voice. How dare they? It's only their children. Or dads whose daughters or whose daughter was raped and um, he's obviously and justifiably incredibly upset because instead of his daughter and uh, his family being cared about and cared for, uh, they, the, uh, the, the satanic school board takes the side of the supposed trans rapist. All that stuff is going on. So this guy's arrested, by the way. The arrest of the gentleman protesting outside peacefully the abortion clinic. Um, and there are many, many examples. And all of it is due to trying to make us afraid and to stop us from using our First Amendment right and pick any amendment <laughs> to violate our, our constitutional rights, pure and simple. And you notice the media's complicity in this, right? I mean, uh, they, they mock you. So the government instills fear, and the media attempts to instill shame by calling us all kinds of names and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but we know the truth, don't we? We know the media are a bunch of liars, and that's why I mentioned the CNN uh, situation. That's why it's happening. They're losing their viewership. And thankfully, they're coming to people like me, and I, I pray for you, and I thank you every day. So fear, the ultimate fear, I think, is death. People are afraid, just like they were afraid in the 1930s Germany, that they were going to run into these brown shirts the Gestapo later, the black shirts. And um, we have our own to a degree in this country right now. So being that the ultimate fear is death, I wanted to look for a message that really addressed it for those of us that have faith. And uh, you may have already seen it, but it's about half an hour and it's, it's very, very well worth it. And that is Billy Graham's Are You Ready to Die? So I want to show that because our fear is misplaced when we understand the reality of what has been has been uh, done for us and what the future holds. And uh, the fear of death itself is is a perfectly logical fear to have, but it's not necessarily a fear that we should have. So I'm going to play this and then I'll be back to close the show with some comments. Thank you. 
The moment you read in the paper that Billy Graham is dead, you'll know that he's more alive than he's ever been before. And I'm in heaven. We've become spectators. We watch the events happening all around the world, and it seems that it's going to happen to everybody else, but it won't happen to you. Most people think that about death. They say, well, the other fellow's going to die, but I, I'm not going to die. It's going to happen to somebody else. as though we're going to live forever and we're not. You've been to a funeral. For a few moments, you're solemn, you're thoughtful. That night you go back, you go to bed, you think about it. You try to put it out of your mind. You don't want to think about it. And yet the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die. That is the hearse carrying the body of the Reverend Billy Graham in that simple casket built by prisoners in Louisiana. It's just something for that man to even want me to build his casket. One of these days they're going to be taking me out to the cemetery. They'll be saying some words over me. Is that the end? Is it all over? Here is the question. If a man die, shall he live again? see his likes again. I want us to look at the cross tonight. These men have talked and preached to kings, queens, and heads of state around the globe. I'm just an ordinary messenger of the kingdom of God. The humble farmer's son who helped change the world is a spiritual gift to all of us. Got that locked down. Here you go. You know, as I look back over my life, it's full of surprises. I never thought I would become friends with people in different countries all over the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I want us to look at the cross tonight. I see how God's hand guided me. What a wonderful and glorious hope. Love one another. When I began preaching many years ago, it was not with any thoughts that I'd be preaching to large audiences. 
come to the cross. His gospel is for everyone. God has done this. Christ is alive in modern America today. There is a vacuum of the soul. Our country is in great need of a spiritual awakening. Come to the cross and repent. Well, there have been times that I've wept as I've gone from city to city and I've seen how far people have wandered from God. Of all the things that I've seen and heard, there's only one message that can change people's lives and hearts. There is a way if you come by the way of the cross. I want to tell people about the meaning of the cross. Not the cross that hangs on a wall or around someone's neck. We receive our freedom purchased by the ransom at the cross. But the real cross of Christ. The cross expresses the great love of God for man. It's scarred and blood-stained. His was a rugged cross. His real purpose for coming was to die. I know that many will react to this message, but it is the truth. And with all my heart, I want to leave you with the truth. God says, I love you. I love you. I love you with an everlasting love. And he loves you, willing to forgive you of all your sins. I look out across an audience when I stand up to preach and I think of all the people with their different backgrounds and their various needs. And I know that they are objects of God's mighty love. To the point that he gave his son, his only son, to die upon a cross. And the cross was the most terrible form of execution by the Romans for criminals. And Jesus endured all that in our place because of our sins. We deserve the cross. We deserve hell. We deserve judgment and all that that means. I know that there are many people that dispute that. People don't want to hear that they're sinners. To many people, it's an offense. The cross is offensive because it directly confronts the evils which dominate so much of this world. You see, the Bible teaches that all of us are wrong. We've all gone astray. We've everyone turned to his own way. And when we turn to our own way, we go astray from God's way. And that includes the whole human race. And that's why the world is in such terrible danger right now. It's not dangerous so much because we have atomic bombs. It's dangerous because of the human hearts back of the bombs, filled with envy and hate and strife and greed and lust and all the other things that could pull the trigger. Now these things about the cross of Christ, being able to save people and find forgiveness of sin and find eternal life at the foot of the cross, sounds foolish to modern ears. 
The Bible says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. You see, your mind was affected by sin. Our minds have been distorted. All of us are sinners. We've turned our back on God. And that's a very dangerous thing for us as individuals. Sin is a disease in the human heart. It affects the mind and the will and the emotions. Every part of our being is affected by this disease. How can we break this bondage? How can we be set free? We're under condemnation. We're already condemned. We're on death's row right now, all of us. And God, through the cross, is saying to you, I'll pardon you. I give you a pardon. I'll forget your sins. I'll never hold you accountable for your sin again. You can enter the kingdom of God and have eternal life. But first, we've got to settle the score with God. And that's what Christ did on the cross. He made atonement. He reconciled us to God. On that cross, God was laying on Jesus our sins. They not only put nails in his hands, but before that, they scourged him. A Roman scourge was a terrible thing. They took whips and pellets on those whips and beat a person almost to death. And then they took that cross and made him carry the cross, which was in his weakened condition was almost impossible. But he carried that cross to a place outside of Jerusalem. And then they put nails in his hands. But that was not the real suffering. The real suffering is when he said, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? In that terrible moment, he and God, the Father, were separated. He shed his blood. And the shedding of that blood carries with it God's very life. The blood is the meeting place between God and man. And the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. And that's what Christ was doing on the cross. He was making atonement for our sins. He became sin. Think of it. Jesus Christ, the greatest person that ever lived, the holiest person that ever lived the Son of the living God, became sin. He had never known sin. And he became guilty at that moment of adultery. He became guilty of lying, of idolatry. He became guilty of every ugly, dirty thing you can think of. Because it was your sins poured out on him. Jesus took it on the cross and shed his blood for us. And he was shedding his blood. Now when you take the blood out, that means you're giving your life. And that's what it means. It means the life of Christ. 
the cross and the resurrection of Christ offers forgiveness of sin, offers a whole new life, and offers you eternal life if you come to the cross by repentance and faith. There is no other way of salvation except through the cross of Christ. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. The only way to the Father, Father God, is through his Son, Jesus Christ. Now why Jesus? He's the only one that was born into this world without sin. But more than that, he was a righteous one. And when you come to him, you're clothed in his righteousness. God no longer sees your sin. He no longer sees your own heart. He sees Jesus. Now, I don't understand all about it. There are many things about the cross and about salvation that I do not understand. And I'm not told that I have to understand it all. I'm told that I'm to believe. And that word believe means commit. I commit my life totally to Him. Jesus Christ from the cross says, I will save you. I will forgive you. I will change you. I'll make you a new person if you come to the cross by repentance and faith. Come to Christ. When you come to Christ, you come by the way of repentance. Repent means to change. To change your way of living and turn from your sins and turn to Jesus Christ and say, I'm a sinner. I need forgiveness. And I know that you're the only one that can change me. A lot of people will say, well, I don't really want to change in my life. Well, the scripture teaches, without that change that God demands, we'll never get to heaven. Like for me, I was a member of a church, but I hadn't really come to Christ. From the very beginning, I was reared in a Christian atmosphere. My father and mother both were Christians. By the time I was a teenager, they came an evangelist to our town, Mordecai Ham. I remember I got under such conviction. And one night, they gave the invitation to receive Christ, and I reluctantly went. But I really meant business with the Lord. I came just as I was, with all my sins, all my failures, and the Lord received me and changed me. That has transformed me till this day. I've never been the same. during the latter years of my life when I've had sicknesses and been in the hospital and so forth there's a peace that just resides there and stays there that I cannot explain 
everybody could have that same peace if they received Christ as their Savior. I know I'm going to heaven. I'm looking forward to it with great anticipation because of what Jesus did on that cross. He died for us, but he was raised by God. If Christ is alive, there is hope in the world. Yes, Jesus Christ is alive. He rose from the dead, and that day, that Easter Sunday morning, that first Easter, when Mary and Mary Magdalene and Salome went to the grave expecting to anoint a dead body, they saw the angel sitting there. And they said, where is Jesus? The angel said, he is not here, he is risen. I submit to you tonight that that's the greatest news the world has ever heard. He is not here. He has conquered the grave. He's alive. And the whole early church went up and down the country preaching the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And you'll notice that when the disciples went out after the cross and the resurrection, it says they went out preaching that Jesus was alive and that because he lives, we too are going to live someday in that same resurrection glory. And because of the hope we have in Jesus, we can all be in heaven someday forever. But first, there must be a decision here and now in this life. Today, I'm asking you to put your trust in Christ. I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer, sentence by sentence, after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you've died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I repent of my sins. I invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. He's alive. I've given my life not to a dead Christ, but to a living Christ. I know where I've come from. I know why I'm here. I know where I'm going. Do you? Your mercy crashing. 
Billy Graham's message and ministry was the cross of Christ. His book, What Happened at the Cross, explores the true meaning of this extraordinary event. As a thank you for your support, we'll send you this powerful book. Call 877-567-8989 or go to billygram.org slash book. 
For over 60 years, Billy Graham shared the good news of the cross and resurrection. And today, that work continues. Partner with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in our ongoing mission to proclaim the gospel through every means available. Internet evangelism allows us to reach the world with the good news 24 hours a day. Our rapid response chaplains offer hope to the hurting during times of tragedy. And we continue to share God's love through Franklin Graham festivals and Will Graham celebrations. Join us in taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. Visit billygram.org slash book or call So we're back. Welcome back. And um, there's a there is an individual who was texting me in the chat room on my website. Unfortunately, when I'm doing the show, I can't really get back to you. So you can email me at redbloodedpatriots with an S, redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com, and I'd be happy to get back to you. And um, indeed, I did. I do have tomorrow. I have a letter from a viewer who really inspired. Uh, part of today's show and tomorrow's show, and we'll share that letter with you. But in parting here, I just want to leave you with this thought. So we talked about fear. We talked about, you know, the need to, I guess, put fear in its proper place. And while I was watching that, I had these thoughts, and I, I wanted to share them with you. So, you know, fear is but a fleeting moment. The extraordinary people in history that we look up to uh, they were people just like you and me. They were common, everyday, ordinary people, no different than you and I, right? That knowing in your heart, that um, that that feeling that's eating away at you is God calling you to take action. We know what's right, we know what's wrong, and that gnawing that you have in you is God calling you to action. And remember that uh, faith always conquers evil and fear, always. Always, always, and um, you can join the fight without fear, hopefully. So I hope today's show was of use to you and valuable. Uh, we'll be doing more tomorrow. As I said, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about faith and fear again, but we're going to talk about some specific and very personal steps that you can take to get yourself in the right place and to. Uh, 
basically uh, ask God to intervene in what we're seeing in this country. And uh, he will do that through you and I. That's it for today. Thank you. God bless you all. We will see you tomorrow. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a January 6th political prisoner rotting away in horrible conditions? January 6th patriots are subject to cruel and unusual punishment every day and kept imprisoned for nearly three years without trial. These American heroes have to survive inhumane conditions where they lack basic food nutrients, clothing, and hygiene. Joe Biden's corrupt Department of Justice and FBI Gestapo has been making sure the families of these brave patriots are suffering as well. The breadwinner has been ripped out of the home, and these young families are being extorted thousands of dollars a year to keep up with commissary costs for their J6 prisoner. Many families have been completely devastated, missed mortgage payments and kicked out of their homes, and even the family car repossessed. The ongoing battle these families face to stay afloat and support their loved ones in prison is in desperate need of our help. You can now sponsor a January 6th family to help support them in their greatest time of need. SponsorJ6.com is a new organization started by January 6th political prisoner for 965 days, Jake Lang, ensuring 100% of funds made go to Patriots Commissary accounts. By becoming a sponsor of a J6 family, you can ensure one of the nearly 200 currently incarcerated J6 prisoners is properly clothed and fed. Sign up today to give the vital help these families need and make a real impact in the lives of our POWs. Head to SponsorJ6.com and support our Patreon.